welcome to our weekly football waffle podcast. And in this episode, we'll be talking about some of the fixtures from the past week. So let's get into it. Um. Well, the first game I want to talk about is Sheffield United playing Man City. Yeah. Well, the game was more enjoyable than the past few games we've had, and yeah, I agree. On that. Even though we, even though we scraped a win against Sheffield United, it was it was faster and just enjoyable to watch for once. Yeah, so. for for once, honestly, the past three games that I watched playing City playing, it was, they were horrible. Like, obviously, you got the result, but they were slow. You know, the the typical pass, pass. But like, I I always complain about it. I know, but it's just. It's not a football I like to watch. I like it quick. I like the long ball, you know, 3-2-1 and you and just get a goal. It's more evident as well how important like having a, like, a proper striker is. Which you currently... Which, yeah, because obviously Aguero and Jesus is out injured. But Laporte and Diaz played quite well together as oh, well. Oh yeah, they, they they did, I agree. Just in in general, though, it seems like it was like City didn't look that strong compared to Sheffield United, but it wasn't bad. I I don't know how to describe it. It's just sort of like City is trying to find their momentum again. Yeah, and, and it's just it just starts slow. I think it's it's a part of it. You know, the points are very important, obviously, but you need to start playing really well and actually. Because, you know, Winning games. yeah, like I think, you know, at the start of the season, if I would see Sheffield United playing Man City, I would be sure that City's going to win or going to bang 3-0 and it's going to be a good game. And honestly, watching that kind of game right now and watch the past City games, it's not like that anymore. It, I am yeah, more it could have gone. It could have gone either way as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's worrying. But yeah, easy. Well, not that so easy, but <laughs> three points for you uh, yeah. yeah, necessary three points as well. But yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, right, moving on to the Villa game, which oh, was what a game. We actually it was a, we actually talked about that game last week. We we were saying that this game might be a a, a, a really close one. Yeah. Or and it was. Well, it wasn't, just, and it was. <laughs> well, the first half was absolutely dominated by Southampton. They were winning. 3-0 or 4-0, 3-0 and then they scored at the start of the second half the fourth one insane, two goals and then from, from free kick, it, they were insane they were so technically beautiful and then what happened to yeah. all of a all of a sudden, what a flip the switch and then, yeah they started making mistakes that they weren't making in the first half honestly and you know, they were having a lead, they they were having 4 nil, and it seems like, oh, they can never get you at this point. And I think that's the, the, the part when they sort of started failing, because they were like, oh, we're easy, easily winning this game. And, well, Villa started coming back. Oh, yeah, the first goal was just uh, a very easy goal by Villa, you know, and it looked like Southampton's defence just didn't do anything there to prevent this goal. And then after that, you know, they got a penalty... Um, and it was already 2-4 and at this time we're already in the added time to the second half and it seems like it's impossible to Villac to come back and then in the 96th minute Grealish just scored a beautiful beautiful goal it just it just went in like that and it seemed like if they had I don't know maybe two more minutes it could have been 4-4 four, four. 
Yeah, and like that's the thing with football at the moment. Like it's even more unpredictable than it usually is, and um, like especially like fans would have been impressed as well if they had Grealish in the FPL team. But yeah, that's that's so true. I I had Grealish. I I got some sweet points of him. Um, but still, I would say. Uh, the first half was better for Southampton. The second half definitely developed, but I think it was because of the mistakes that Southampton made. Um, I saw Danny Ings being possibly injured. I think I saw an ice pack on him somewhere. Um, so who knows what's gonna happen next week with that? But in general, it was a very enjoyable game to watch, and I would expect a game like that from fixtures like. Arsenal Man United or Chelsea Man United or you know a, a bigger teams that are clashing not from a bit lower teams let's say but it was a really really good game and honestly I I was really happy that at least we had one proper game this game week because the rest honestly most of the games were really really boring yeah and speaking of Man United and Arsenal <sighs> <laughs> yeah, well, I am pleased with this, with what happened in that game. I'm really pleased. We won. <laughs> we won. Oh my god, <laughs> so happy. But um, yeah, we were sort of lucky because they, you know, sometimes you can get the pen. Sometimes you just don't, even if it's, you know, it should have been. And well, we had the referee that really, really don't like us. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you had Mike Dean, didn't you? Uh, yeah, That's... and it's been proven for many games that he just doesn't like us. But yeah, he he advised that pen- penalty. We we scored. It was one 0 And honestly, watching that game, Arsenal wasn't perfect. Arsenal wasn't Arsenal. But I must say, we played better than United in that particular game. Um, we controlled the game a bit more. Um, you know. Lacazette was doing things. I actually saw him running, not jogging. Like you know, he was he. I feel like he was a big part of the of the game for once. Um, and then our midfield was just doing bits, and it seemed like Man United had some sort of issues. It was some sort of they couldn't put themselves together. It it just they were all over the place and nowhere at the same time. Right. So it shows the inconsistency with. Then beating Leipzig convincingly, then you go into them and we're putting on a show. And I'm not, I don't understand why Oli took off Bruno. I didn't understand that either. either. And honestly, before I saw the game, I looked at the at the lineups and I was sort of scared. I was like, oh, this looks like a strong Man United side, honestly. And I was convinced it's going to be either a very boring game or they're just going to own us <laughs> if i'm honest i was very nervous about or the they game. get their obligatory penalty which they didn't which they and... didn't well i think it wasn't given i am not entirely sure if it should have been a penalty or shouldn't because our penalty wasn't a like it was a soft one as well so you know it's controversial I again i don't think it was a penalty but i i, I am 50 50 even though like you know they're played against my team i'm trying to be non-biased here talking about the, that penalty but uh, well it wasn't at the end of the day the referee it's it's his choice and he didn't he didn't you know um and then Pogba played awfully as well oh, but... he had a very bad game and like he was the fault of the penalty that we got um you know Man United had that diamond back in the middle and it looked really nice but it just they just didn't they were losing the ball all the time 
and it's just it just clearly there's something's going on or they're certainly playing just to win the, the champions league maybe and they're just not giving too much of an attention for the league games it, it sort of seems like because if you watch their their you know games in the champions league you know they're beating them hard they're going there and then they come off here like we we managed to beat them first time after 14 years um so you know it should have been an important game for them but it, i don't know it was it was very poor for them well there's another stat as well and it was saying that this is the first time that arsenal have gone unbeaten against manchester united five times in a row oh i didn't even know that for like a very long time but yeah. It's, it's not that the United that everybody knows, I feel like. And then, you know, I watched the post-game uh, interview with Ollie and I, and he so, he was sort of shaking in a way. He was just so chaotic with his, whatever he was speaking. And he was just sort of like, yeah, well, you know, you can make a lot of mistakes in football. And today we made, like, a lot of them. And I'm like, yeah, we saw. But, like, that's not the part of the interview that you should be talking about. You should just... Say why yeah. it happened. What? Why did you take Bruno off? Why these decisions? Why this lineup? I don't know anything to sort of. I don't know. Try to explain what happened there. And he just sort of state like he, he just gave out a statement about that we all know about. You know. Yeah, it's. Weird. I'm not sure if he's starting to fear more about his job, or because there's only a certain amount of shit that the board will take. It's true, but then, you know, he gets his wins in Champions League, so he shouldn't be as worried about the job. If he would be, you know, bottling everything, then maybe. But he certainly has the team. Like, it, I'm not saying Manchester United lineups is perfect, right? And they probably need here and there, but they manage to win games in Champions League. That, that, that means they're capable of doing that in the league as well, but something's not working. Well, yeah, but they beat PSG, didn't they? And then they yeah, beat Leipzig. They're exactly. not bad teams no. by any means. Exactly. So. And they're they're in champions, like, especially PSG. Like it's a proper big team. <laughs> so. Well, consider- well, moving on, we got the Liverpool West Ham game, which West Ham started off really strong and scored a goal in the first ten minutes. Oh, it was really it was really nice of them, and it seemed like they had their shit together there you know they were just going and i was surprised that liverpool conceded so quickly but then thinking about that i was like there's no way they're gonna keep that score until the end of the game with liverpool and which which is what happened where salah went down extremely softly and quite late to the tackle on him yeah well obviously you know, as as me having the Liverpool agenda, I would still say it was a penalty because it was it was a foul in the box, yeah. But you know, the the they're not act actors, they're footballers. So stop doing yeah. that. You know, play. get over reaction to it just, and stuff. It's, like. it's just very very wrong, and we used to fight with that, and then it so for some reason stopped. Um, so I'm not I'm not trying to take the penalty away from Liverpool, but it was just unnecessary reaction and. He got what he wanted. Maybe he was afraid that it wasn't strong enough foul to get the penalty, so he re- overreacted. But I just think it's it's just you know sort of wrong, and I I think a lot of that is happening, um, in or used to happen because I haven't watched the game of uh, 
Italian league in, in ages, but they used to just basically all lay down, you know, whatever would, <laughs> would happen. And, yeah. and so I guess, well, it, it was 1-1, right? Um, but it's still a bad score for Liverpool. It's not good enough. Yeah, they're scraping through teams and again then, this season. Yeah, and then but... there was the, again, controversial sort of um, reaction or situation when Jota scored a second in the second half and it was disallowed because Salah, not Salah, I think it was Mane. Mane. Mane, sorry. Mane was sort of blocking the goalkeeper from getting up and it sort of looked like he fouled the goalkeeper as well, like on the VAR when I was watching it back and forth. It sort of looked like that. So the the goal was disallowed and I saw a reaction of Jota and he was just so pissed off and he was just, you know, like sort of his behavior sort of showed like oh then what was the point of scoring like do you know what i mean and i get you're frustrated when you're just score and and all that but he was lucky there because the goalkeeper had the ball at first and then he let it go and then he had the chance there right yeah so yeah but that was disallowed it was still 1-1 and then well not f- not long from that uh he scored another one and actually that was a, a pretty nice goal i must admit it was a right really nice uh i think it was salah who passed him the, the really nice ball and he just scored there and it was two on and and that's about it nothing else happened in this game well liverpool got what he wanted what they wanted but i'm still thinking as champions you know you shouldn't be conceding so many goals especially against a team like we- it's always when i speak about that it's always west ham <laughs> It's always whenever yeah. it's a it's a big team, it's always somebody conceding to West Ham. It's really well, weird, but well, since Liverpool being like confirmed as Premier League champions, they've conceded the most goals of anyone in the Premier League. Yeah, but still, it's just two one. It's not a big win. It's a win, of course. You get the three <laughs> points, but it's not the same if you would see it as two nil. Especially if you were losing from the tenth minute of the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I so. feel like I feel like it's gonna be happening more and more because you know obviously they they don't have Van Dyke, and I feel like that was then keeping their. The f- then the fixtures just started piling up, and then. And then there's Champions t- League, and yeah. it's just a lot of happening. People are getting injured, and then all that but i feel like well they deserve to win at the end of the day you know it was 2-1 there was not much controversial situations apart from maybe the being disallowed yeah maybe the penalty a little bit but apart from that it was fairly good game to watch let's say it's it wasn't it wasn't boring i really like the way west ham's playing recently they're playing a really nice sort of faster football but it's not too fast it's not like anything crazy and i feel like they're not making really really bad mistakes and then going on to the Leeds and Leicester game, despite the scoreline, Leeds had loads more like of the ball than Leicester did. It sort of seemed like right, um, Leeds were playing with the ball most of the time, and then occasionally Leicester would just take the ball, score, and then, and then give the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> Get the ball and then they hoof it up pitch, and then it just, just seemed like that was their, you know, that was their tactics to go: just score a goal, let them play, let them struggle, let them, you know, do this and that. But- it, it was playing off the it was playing off the counter attack loads. They had so many people behind the ball. Yeah. And then Vardy had an incredibly good pass as well. You know, to get, uh, having to Vardy in your having Vardy in your um, FPL 
this week probably best decision of your of your week um, especially if you triple captain <laughs> especially if you triple captain him um but yeah i think i the game was fairly boring to watch even though there were so many goals happening um you know penalty at the end and just it's just i don't know for some reason leicester are they're getting their points they're winning the, their games but their football isn't enjoyable to watch not anymore by any means. not anymore it's just sort of they're getting their job done and that's it they need the goals they need the points and they leave that's that's sort of what it would have looked like i don't know whether they're going through a harder time or they need more players or something has to change but in general i was i was liked watching leicester's games and yesterday's game was really boring but then so many other games are boring as well especially the newcastle and everton game oh my god that game was yeah the first half was nil nil and it was so boring it was it was like you know everton when when obviously they're still missing a player or it's just they just not themselves i feel like it's it's just it worked for them for a couple of games because they had it sorted out but one puzzle missing and they're just collapsing and that's not really promising and it doesn't look like they actually what people were saying that they might be fighting for the title yeah um, i don't think that's gonna happen at all and after you know that. a bit sad looking at um newcastle was winning 2-0 um and they bottle it uh and again, I have the feel it's. I think it's the second game when where Everton scoring in the added time. So if they had another minute or two, maybe it would have been two two. And again, it's a bit too late to start fixing the game. You have to start fixing the game. Yeah. After the first, you know, conceded goal, or after the second conceded goal, but you have to work on it the entire time, not just the last two minutes. I don't know, maybe maybe they're just tired. I don't know, it feels like Everton's just genuinely very tired and they don't seem like having enough players, if not enough, sorry, quality players to sort of switch up things so some people can rest. Again, yeah. boring game, finished 2-1 for Newcastle, good for them, they needed the points. Um, and then, what do we have? Spurs, Brighton. Well, there was another controversial penalty, which I don't think it should have been given. Because if you watch the replay of it, you see Vardy check his position, Kane check his position in, and then go underneath Lallana when he was in mid-jump. And yeah. it was given as a pen, which I don't think it should have been. Yeah, well, I didn't watch the game, so I can't really speak about that moment, but... You know, it, it, there's always... You know what? I, I was actually thinking about it today. How many goals are are happening? Or, are, you know, there's so many penalties this season, the last season. It's insane. There's a, there's a lot of penalties this season. It's just, it's just never been like that. You know, seeing a penalty in a game was always a, a bit of a shocker because it was, oh... He got, you know, they got penalty. Wow, what a what a coincidence! Like, yeah, it was just so like rare. It really happened. It was very very rare, and now it seems like every game there's at least one penalty. It's crazy, and I don't know whether the goal, the the sorry referees went softer in that way, so they just give more penalties, or the the game is more aggressive because it doesn't seem like it's more aggressive. I don't see, I don't think that the tackles are ab- as bad. No, the tackles seem 
like better than they usually are but yeah exactly so I'm, I'm sort of surprised where this is going maybe it's because it's easier for them to you know blow the whistle and then check with the var and then that way most of the time it comes as a penalty and then you know without the var it, it would have been the case because he would have now i feel like they don't have to judge much so they're just sort of going with the flow and before they had to make a statement and they had to make a decision make, before yeah. even blowing Whereas the whistle it, but even now it's not them that makes the decision is it it's the yeah, people in exactly the... so it's sort of it's sort of like you know they just he just blows the whistle because it's a possible pen and then they check in it and you know so i feel like that's that's the reason why we have so many penalties and that makes the game very slow and sort of you know a lot of breaks because the var the penalty then another year like do you know what i mean it's, yeah, it's just sort of it, like that it slows down the momentum of the players yeah, exactly, as well I think, exactly but. because a lot of the situations would have been just you know move on and then you know do uh something else on move move on you know try to get the ball but then they're standing there they're drinking the water they're waiting for the var and it's just it's it's just a little bit too much in my opinion it's a bit yeah excessive. and then and then Bell scored, which was it's probably nice for him and like Spurs fans as well because the last time he scored for Spurs was seven years ago. Oh my God, seven years! So it's, yeah, that's it's a, a long time. That's a long time, exactly. Um, I reckon in general it was, you know, good for for Bell for his mental sort of state uh, to score again for them being on the loan, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You said the game was boring. Apart from the goals, it's sort of like Leeds Leicester. Yeah. Apart from the goals, there's not much happening in this game. There we got Wolves and Crystal Palace. Wolves were just dominating Crystal Palace. Crystal, I feel like Crystal Palace have a one good week, a one bad week, and then another week is good, and then another week is bad. And this week it was a bad one. They didn't do anything honestly. They were just sort of controlled by Wolves most of the time, um, and. As funny as it usually is, usually Wolves score in the second half. This time they scored in the first half, both of their goals, and they managed to to keep the clean sheet till the end of the game, which is, I think it's a it's a big thing, and I think it's a good thing. It's an improvement. Yeah, it's just consistency issue as well, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's a, a lot. A lot of the I, I don't want to call them smaller teams, but like the teams from the lower part, let's say of the of the table it's just sort of the consistency isn't there but i don't i there, uh, there's only one team that i feel like it's always losing is west brom <laughs> apart from that everybody is sort of doing fairly good this season yeah and, and fulham as well probably but yeah probably yeah as well but still and then uh, in that game well obviously like wolves were dominating and, and all that and then Crystal Palace almost got a penalty, but again, it wasn't a penalty because the player was offside, so they didn't even check for the penalty. Um, and then they finished up with ten players because there was there was a very serious and big foul. Um, and that's it. The in general, just Wolves. I feel like last game that I watched last week compared to this week, they improved massively. But maybe it's because of the opponent that they were taken. And then the theme of just boring, boring games is just continues with the Burnley and Chelsea game. <laughs> I agree. 
Um, again, it's it's just Chelsea are better. Obviously, like you can. If I would hear Burnley playing Chelsea, I knew Chelsea would win. There was like you know maybe five percent of me thinking, oh maybe not. In general, they just dominated the game. They got the first goal in the twenty fifth minute. Um, From Ziyech scoring. Yeah, and then you know Burnley had a couple of chances. They did, but it just the quality. I feel like they just need. As some sort of, of a finish and it just never happened um, and then two more goals from Chelsea in the second half and again it, it was just a boring w- game to watch because I am that, that person that I'm turning on a football game because I want to watch a quality good football game not necessarily my team winning or a team I cheer for you know winning or whatever it's just I want to look, look a good football even if it's nil-nil it can be a good match i'm not yeah like end to end to end football matches are great but yeah and then the last game that you know paul and west brom the first goal was unreal it was an outside the box and it was right in the top left hand corner and then the second goal was it was a clear handball there's no denying it but apart from that again another boring game and actually i at the end of this episode apart from talking about the next week fixtures that is going to happen in a second i actually wanted to talk about the last week i mentioned that maybe we should consider doing a little switch the referees with the different country i actually did a little research about that and um the italian league actually had that happen for them because the referees were so biased that actually they, oh, I did. yeah they actually brought uh, referees from a different countries i never knew that but... uh, i'm not sure if it's still happening or they just fixed it but i know that in the past i read an article about that that they had to do it because it was unbearable anymore and the referees actually were betting as well <laughs> so oh yeah that's even worse then. so i guess oh. see i guess it works and it is a sort of a way to to fix that issue right so i think maybe and that should it's something that should be considered in the premier league um yeah and then, i agree with that yeah and then next week we got i feel like most of the games are not going to be very eventful apart from the man city liverpool game that seems like a big be. game it seems like it should be enjoyable but it could very well be a like a nil-nil game. I feel yeah. like it, it will be either a nil-nil game or one of the teams will just score and sort of try to keep, keep the clean <laughs> or keep keep the clean sheet and just sort of be like, okay, we have one, that's enough. Um, the rest we have Brighton playing Burnley, so I feel like a Brighton should win. Um, Southampton Newcastle, that might be actually a good game as well. Thinking about it, surely Southampton are gonna win. Uh, surely they're in the top six right now um very nice to see them there honestly i feel like it might be either a very good game or southampton is just gonna crash them uh everton playing man united and here again it can go either way because everton's gonna be full squad again but yeah but then man united they're so inconsistent recently i don't know if actually they're going for the champions league or not so you know i'm not, I'm not sure about that yeah, it's going to be weird. Like they might play amazingly in the next Champions League match, and then back to the league, and then back to being yeah, really just playing bad. shit in the league again. Then Crystal Palace Leeds. I feel like Leeds are going to win if Crystal Palace are going to get like a really bad game again. 
because I feel like they're just the kinks of, of inconsistencies. So the Chelsea and Sheffield United game should be interesting. It could be similar to like the previous games Sheffield United have had against like traditional top six. I don't know. So I, feel like, I feel like I feel like Chelsea's not themselves anymore. It, it's sort of they're getting the you know the points, but it's just not the Chelsea. You know the Chelsea it used to be like. Well, it, they might end up surprising us again. They might end up scoring three because they've seemed to scored a lot of goals this season. But of course, but if we're talking about the you know it, it might be just a boring game because again I feel like they just lost some sort of a juju and I'm like they just don't. They don't have the element of an interesting football game. They just score. They get again. They're just doing their job, and that's about it. And I feel like they they are lacking creativity, or maybe they're not going for that sort of thing. But it's just a very technical football, I guess. Yeah, it's playing a bit of Lampard ball, aren't they? So yeah, that's that's fair. Um, and then West Ham Fulham, I think it's surely a, West Ham. Surely, got a win. I think it's a it's a good game for West Ham to grab three points. Hopefully, a lot of goals as well. I can't see Fulham winning that, or even taking any points away from it at all. I don't. I don't think so either. Unless they're gonna make a very stupid mistake, then I don't think so. I can see Spurs beating West Brom. No, that's but... not even. That's not even. You know, I don't think we should even discuss that. And then, but yeah, but we say that, but I know I probably say that, and then I'm gonna see I don't know two two or something like that. Are they gonna be winning and they're gonna bottle again? But it's West Brom. So it's not. You gotta to... think what happened to Spurs the other night. But it was it, but it was against West Ham, and now no in the Europa League. Oh, in the Europa League, yeah, yeah, fair play. But still, I I just not to West Brom, you know, not to West Brom. Yeah, you you probably are right. And but. then Leicester Wolves, that might be an interesting game. I feel like it might it should, be a bit better. It should be a better game, but I don't want to see Leicester parking the bus the entire game and just playing hoofball before yeah, ninety minutes. I feel like I feel yeah. like that's what's happening recently. And well, it's just not enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's not. But. It's not. I agree. And then the last game, which I'm so nervous about, it's stupid to say, but after Aston Villa smashed Liverpool 7-2, I'm scared to play them. So Arsenal-Aston Villa is, is the last um, game. And... Well, it's not like they've not been scoring goals either. If you think what happens against Southampton as well, like they scored three goals. That's what like, I'm saying, and that's it's... why I'm that's why I'm sort of stressed about it. But I feel like maybe they will be intimidated by us, hopefully. And that will just sort of put them down a bit. But then Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weekly Football Waffle. And we will see you next week in the new episode.